You are welcome to a great moment in destiny. God is about to speak directly to you and the message coming right up is crafted by heaven not just to challenge you but to align your destiny. As you embrace divine instruction, expect that God's word is bringing about revival, healing, restoration and transformation to your entire life. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me and receive God's word through his choice vessel, Apostle Goodheart Obi Ekoeme. Our Father, it is with hearts filled with gratitude that we give you the glory that is due your name for the many things you've wrought in us, through us, for us, by us, for such a time as this. In particular, we thank you for the gift of life, so precious. For the breath of life trapped in our nostrils, we celebrate you and return the glory, the honor back unto you. You declare to he that is joined to the living, there is hope. A living dog is better than a dead lion. We thank you that we have hope of a better future, a brighter future. As we race to the many two months of this year, we commend, commit ourselves to you as we ask once again for your kingdom to come and your will alone to be done in our lives. Thank you, our Father. Accept our thanksgiving and worship. In Jesus' wondrous name, we have prayed. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. Whilst you're still standing, please turn together with me to 1 Kings 18. We will read together as a family, verses 41 all the way to 46. 1 Kings 18, 41 to 46. If you will, let's read together as a family. One, two, three, go. And Elijah said to Ahab, Get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and to drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Camel, and he cast himself down upon the earth and put his face between his knees and said to his servant, Go up now, look toward the sea, and he went up and looked and said, There is nothing. And he said, Go again seven times. And it came to pass at the seventh time that he said, Behold, there ariseth a little cloud out of the sea, like a man's hand. And he said, Go up, say unto Ahab, Prepare thy chariot and get thee down and that the rain stop thee not and it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heaven was black with clouds and wind and there was a great rain and Ahab rode and went to Jezreel and the hand of the Lord was on Elijah and he girded up his loins and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel, the overtaker's anointing is at work in somebody's life. Hallelujah. Verse 43 says, And said to his servant, Go up now, Rogic. Look toward the sea. And he went up and looked and said, There is nothing nothing 
January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. Nothing. At least so it seems. There is nothing and he said go again seven times. For an assignment this morning, go again seven times. Father, we thank you for blessing the reading of your word. We beseech you again to bless the teaching and the preaching of the selfsame word. We vow to return the praise, the glory, the honor back unto you. In Jesus' wondrous name, we pray. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. Well, shout, I'm going again seven times. And you may be seated in God's wonderful presence. Dearly beloved, I woke up early hours of this morning to prepare my heart to speak to you. And I had anticipated preaching the part four and part five of the ongoing series, Grown Up Sons. But the Lord began to download this thought to my heart. And I believed it was a word of encouragement for us as a church, but also as a nation, Nigeria. I want to rehash, remind you, recap some truth that I believe you're already aware of being a part of a house of the word, a house of good teaching. These things I'll share not altogether new, but the Bible challenges us to constantly bring ourselves to reminder, to memory of truths we have received aforetime, lest at any time they slip away. As a child of God, your consistency in doing the right thing or the right things or doing the word of God can actually, as a matter of fact, succeed in wearing out the devil. Track with me. Your consistency, your willingness and preparedness to do the right things again and again can succeed in making the devil back out and back down from your case. Many times the devil hounds and pounds believers with the very intention and mission to get believers to be wary of well-doing and to turn back from turning up the heat against him. A preacher of old many years ago said, when a man is on a journey and he has gone 90% to the destination and gets discouraged because of the pressure, because of the difficulty that has come against him at the 90% mark and decides to turn back, said it would take him more energy to return back to where he began than to push for 10% to get to the finishing line. But the truth is, in the realm of the spirit, you don't know how far it is you've gone in the journey to your destination. Something tells you your glory is still so far away because of what you're going through. 
Something tells you that your victory, your breakthrough, your liftings, your healing, your shifting is still so far away because of the pressure you're faced with now or because of the hell you may be catching. But the truth be told is that oftentimes your breaking of a new day is right there back to back to the darkest of nights. Bible declares weeping may endure for a night. But joy comes in the morning. Mm. The devil understands when to turn up the heat. Just when you're about to step into victory. About to step into your marital destiny. About to step into that new job. About to step into promotion. It makes you discouraged and stop praying. Stop giving. Stop fasting. Stop worshiping. Stop clapping. Stop jumping. But you fail to understand in the realm of the spirit you're too close to quit. I want to encourage somebody under the sound of my voice that you are too close to quit. I know you've been married for 12 years. That doesn't mean it will take 12 years to get pregnant. No way. You're too close to quit. I know you are diagnosed of some ailment, some disease. You thought it would take God so long to show up. You are too close to quit. The woman with the issue of blood had her condition for 12 years, not 12 days, not 12 hours, not 12 weeks, not even 12 months, but 12 long years. She was leaking out blood. Blood is indicative of life. She was losing life every day, every week, every month, every year for 12 long years. You see, the real testimony wasn't that she got a breakthrough, she got a healing or deliverance, but in my mind, the testimony testimony was you lost blood for 12 years you're still alive I want to remind you before you complain of what God hasn't done yet look at you you went so much for so long you're still alive you did not lose your mind you're not in some hospital bones raised up somewhere being fed by tubes you went through so much yet you're still alive somebody thank God I'm alive I know the blood is still flowing, but do you know what it means to lick out blood and still be alive? No normal person loses blood for 12 years and stays alive. Nobody goes through the emotional harassments you went through and still stays sound. Nobody was rejected, dejected, refused, denied, and still stays mentally stable and sound. Thank God you're still in the game of life. It's not over until it's over. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. There are those who went through half of what you went through, they're an emotional wreck. But here you are. Every of those days and weeks and months, he got you up. You came to church. <laughs> you opened your Bible. I know you didn't always feel like opening your Bible, but you still did. I know you didn't feel like clapping all the time. You still clapped. I know there were days you didn't feel like coming to church. You still came to church. Can you just wave your hands and say, thank you, Jesus. I'm still standing in the game of life. Hallelujah. 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 
The Bible declares in Hebrews 6.12 that you be not slothful but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. That you be not slothful. The word followers means to be imitators. To emulate and to imitate the men and the women of faith who had gone ahead of you, who obtained the promise they obtained, not just by faith. Because oftentimes we think that all we need to step into what God has for us is faith. I believe it. Tara, tara. But the Bible says that our imitation should be on two grounds. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. To imitate, imitate them, imitate their faith, but also imitate their patience. <laughs> the Amplified Classic reads thus, in order that you may not grow disinterested and become spiritual sluggards, but imitators behaving as do those who through faith by their leaning and entire personality on God in Christ, in absolute trust, in absolute trust, in absolute trust, in absolute trust and confidence in his power, wisdom and goodness. Hear this now. And by practice, by practice of patient endurance, and waiting and now inheriting the promises. <laughs> the followers of them who through both faith and patience inherit the promises. Beloved, waiting upon God and waiting for God is not the easiest of things for anybody talk less of believers. Nobody really wants to wait. More so in the day and the age we live in now, the microwave generation where we want everything to happen overnight. Tara, tara, tara. So people are running helter skelter for miracles. There are no miracles. Run after magic and wizards and warlocks and, uh, and not understand there's something called process. The man Abraham was a very classic example of one who waited upon God. Bible says in Hebrews 6.15, the Amplified Classic, and so it was that he, Abraham, having waited long and endured patiently. <laughs> look at the adjectives. Waited long and endured patiently. Realized and obtained in the birth of Isaac as a pledge of what was to come. What God had promised him. Can you decree and declare, I don't mind waiting. Yes, I knew that would happen. I knew that quite a few would not say that because you don't really want to wait. <laughs> I knew it. But you see, waiting is a part of the process of getting your inheritance. It's like two sides of the coin. You want the faith, you don't want the patience. Be followers, be imitators of them who through both faith and Patience inherit the promises. The Bible declares in Galatians 6, 9, 
And let us not be weary in well-doing. All right. But, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Like I told you earlier, the devil understands the power of consistency. Kaya dogala. The devil understands the power of being on GPPA 5 a.m. every day. Katopala. Being on GPPA 12 noon every day. You see, you see, it, it, it comes to a point where it's, yes, praying is important, you know, but the fact that you're still showing up, <laughs> you're still there, 5 a.m., 12 noon, 5 a.m., 12 noon, after a while, the enemy will get off your case. I hope somebody's hearing the Lord this hour. What I'm saying is this. There comes a point that you keep at keeping at it. That it comes to a point you hit what is called a critical mass. That one small next push. One next clap. One next jump. One next giving, one next prayer, one next faith just just turns everything around. You wonder, what, what did I really do? You see, it's not what you just did. Katoke is the cumulative effect of what you've been doing since you joined Rogic. Year one, you showed up. Year two, you showed up. Year three, you showed Guess what? You were pushing back the hordes of hell. And you didn't see things happen around you. You were getting discouraged. But in the realm of the spirit, the enemy was pushing back inch by inch, inch by inch. And all it takes is push. One more push. Your water is going to break. One more push. Your baby is going to come down. One more push. You're stepping into your victory. Somebody shout, go again. Mm -hmm. You're too close to quit. <laughs> Dr. Goodman, the young men and women who have been on the street for the past few weeks raising dust and scaring this government you know what they understand that the method has changed but the mission has not changed they may not be on the street again as we knew them to be on the street but listen they are articulating their next method being enlightened being strategic being systematic so you may see the method change listen the mission is still the same the mission is change the mission is revolution the mission is a turnaround and they are not letting back Act once in one. Watch out for act two in two. Go again. You are too close to quit. You survived January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October 25. You survived. You heard a prophetic word. Revive for glory. And you have two more months and a week. And you want to turn back? You are asking, will God do it? Listen, you are too close to quit. Go again. Pray again. Fast again. And give again. And praise again. Thank again. Hmm. The Bible declares. The NLT version.
So let's not get tired of doing what is good. If you open your spirit, this word will get you pregnant. You know, Ezekiel said, the Lord spoke to me and his spirit entered me and I stood up on my feet. Jesus said in John 63, the words that I speak unto you, they're not letter, they're not mere words, they are spirit and they're life. So when you open your womb to the word of God, when the word comes spirit, it enters you, but it does something in addition to entering you. It gets you up on your feet. Somebody who was bowed down in shame, disgrace because of your situation and your circumstances. As the word of the Lord is coming in your direction this morning and you are allowing the world to enter your spirit. It is causing you to stand up on your feet. You are standing up from weakness to strength. You are standing up from fear to boldness. You are standing up from trepidation, anxiety, and worry to comfort, confidence, and courage. You are standing up from lack and poverty and penury to abundance and plenty more than enough. You are standing up from barrenness to fruitfulness. What? The spirit entered into me and I stood up on my feet. You are standing up from being single, protected to walking up the aisle as a prince in shining ammo, as the handmaiden of Zion in your apparel, your robe. The spirit entered you and you are standing up. Standing up. Says, so not get tired of doing good. What is good? At just the right time, <laughs> at just the right time, people of God, at just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Carlos Nelly, you're too close to quit. Ralph, you're too close to quit. Angie, you're too close to quit. Kenny, you're too close to quit. Danderson, you're too close to quit. Good heart, you are too close to quit. Call your name. I am too close to quit. The glory is at the door. I'm too close to quit. I haven't come this far to turn back. I can smell it. I can smell the fragrance of abundance. I smell the fragrance of power, raw power, miracles. I smell it. The cripples are jumping from the chairs. I smell it. Building projects rising overnight. I smell it. This voice going into nations on airwaves. I smell glory. Somebody shout, I am too close to quit. Katoskaya. Smell your marriage ceremony. Smell the, your babies, the, the pampas, the dampers, whatever it's called. Smell, smell, smell your healing. Smell your promotion. Smell your breakthrough. Smell the new level of anointing. Smell unction. Smell intimacy with the Holy Ghost. I smell it. Too close.
close to quit. You've gone 90% of the way, but the enemy is trying to pressurize you. Tony! Christy! You're too close to quit. Too close to quit. I feel it all over me. I sense it all over this house. The breaker is in the house. Breaking, breaking gates and chains and fetters. The snare is broken. Somebody come out, come out, come out, come out, come out, 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 out. And the spirit entered me and caused me to stand up on my feet. Your environment should not be allowed to determine what God is doing within you. I refuse to make my budget based on the economy where I live in. No. 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 I budget based on vision that is God inspired. Did you hear me? The one who gives a vision is committed to providing for the vision. If you're on course, you can't be in, under a curse. If you're an assignment by God, you are unkillable. If you're a dreamer, you have a genuine dream, authentic, not fake, not false. You can't be snuffed out. The devil can try all the jujus, the voodoos, and the woodoos. But as long as God gave you a dream, Joseph, keep dreaming. Dream your way to the pit. Dream your way to Potiphar's house. Dream your way to be a prisoner. But guess what? You're about to dream your way. Come into your palace. Somebody said, I'm too close to quit. Imagine if after Joseph got into the prison and said, I, I, I saw palace. I saw palace, but I'm in prison. Prison is step one to palace. Palace is step four. P1 is prison. You must go again. Go to P2. Potiphar. Huh? Prison. P1, Potiphar, P2, prison, P3, palace, P4, go again. In all those steps you've taken in the year 2020, and you didn't seem to see anything. You know, the man of God said, I saw nothing. Kusin, koko, nothing day. She should know day for bank. Not in day. Oh God, not in day. This your preaching is just trying to encourage me. Not in day. Not in day. Not in day now part of the process. You just don't know how God operates. That's why. It's just P1. Without P1, there's no P4. <laughs> that's why the senior prophet laughed. I'm sure I laughed. <laughs> Go again. And I stand here by destiny, by grace, elevated on this stage, seeing a little bit more than you can see, telling you, <laughs> Christabel, go again. DOD, go again. <laughs> go again. Katos Kodanos. Go again. He came upon a time. He said, I see something now. You will see something. You will see something. But, but you see, don't expect to see everything at once. 
when the Lord pulled me out for my last phase of assignment and ministry I saw nothing I didn't see you it was black like Abraham he said get out from amongst your father your mother watch your family for 21 years get out and I will show you I didn't see you that's the honest truth but as I stepped out began to pray rogo desete sakataka I began to see you one by one. I began to see GPPA. I began to see Rhea, I see. Rhea, CC, Bethel. I began to see, I began to see, I began to see. So the showing is progressive. When you step on enough light God gives you, he will give you another light. Come again. You're planning your wedding for December. You don't know how it will happen. Whether anybody will show up. Whether you have money to pay for the drinks and the food. Hey, go again. That's how I got married. That's how I stepped out in ministry at a young age. Nobody told me people would come. I just believe God. So you have enough light to step on. Go again by faith. If this, the sound bite you allow your spirit to get pregnant with, you've done well this Sunday morning. I tell you something. Hmm. Bible declares in Hebrews 10 35 to 37, cast not away, therefore, your confidence. Please don't throw away your confidence that is God-breathed and God-inspired. Don't. Has he spoken? Will he not bring it to pass? Let God be true, every man a liar. Hmm. Cast not away your confidence, which have great recompense of reward. For you have need, hear the word again, patience. You have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. When? After you've done the will of God, then you will receive the promise. For yet a little while, that he that shall come, will come and will not tarry. I want to share with you very quickly. Seven things, there are many more than this, but the seven things was what I downloaded. Seven things that you ought to do consistently and always. Seven things to do always. Number one, write down, you are to pray always. To pray always. Bible declares in Luke 18 verse 1 that men ought to pray always and not to faint. Jesus gave a parable and he said unto them to this end that men ought, ought, ought to pray not sometimes, few times, most times, always and not to faint. In the writings of Apostle Paul, he severally spoke about him praying without ceasing. Colossians 1.3 says, we give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. 
Praying always for you. Praying always for you. First Thessalonians 5.17 Pray without season. Pray without season. Mm. All through scriptures, this truth of this principle is replete. That God expects us believers to engage in an ongoing prayer life. So prayer is key and important for one who will be victorious. One of the things you do again and again is pray. You feel discouraged? Pray again. Cast your care upon him for he cares for you. Lay your burdens and anxiety at the feet of Jesus. Number two thing we ought to do always is we ought to give God thanks always. Number two, give thanks always. First Thessalonians 5.18 In everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. In everything, give thanks. In everything, give thanks. We don't thank him for everything, but in it. In it. Because thanksgiving in it will bring you out of it. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, as we know, I've been taught very well, is number one step to access the presence of God. As we observe heavenly protocol or spiritual protocol after the order of Psalm 100 verse number 4. Enter into his gate with what? Thanksgiving. And come into his courts with praise. So be thankful. Be thankful. Be thankful unto him and bless his holy name. We are to pray always. We are to give God thanks always. Jesus healed 10 lepers in Luke 17. They all went away. But one came back as we've come back this Sunday morning to say thank you to Jesus. And he said, were there not 10 that were healed? Where are the 9? So he was expecting the 10 to come back. So Jesus expects thanksgiving. Not only does he expect thanksgiving, he also inspects. As an inspector, he wants to see the quality of your thanksgiving. So he expects you to come back, but he also inspects with what kind of attitude you come back with. Where to pray always, where to give thanks always. Number three, we are to praise always. Praise always. Psalm 34 verse 1 says, I will bless the Lord at all times, as always. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. When do I bless him? At all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. He is good. All times. All times means both in the seeming good and the seeming bad and the seeming ugly where to bless God. Wow. When we praise God in the out of seasons, the things, the things that we are the circumstances that discomfort us, we're going to bless God. God 
recommends or better still God accepts or recognizes that level of praise in that moment of difficulty as a sacrifice of praise. My, 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 my. Hebrews 13, 15. By him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God when continually that is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. My, 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 my. Somebody under the sound of my voice. Things are not going the way you want them to go. You don't really feel like praising God. You're wondering what is the reason to thank God, to praise God for. But listen, when you offer a praise in this moment, it is considered a sacrifice of praise. Habakkuk 3.17 and 18. Although the fig tree shall not blossom. Is that somebody's situation and circumstance? <laughs> Neither shall fruit be in the vine. Is that your own story? Well, that's not the end. The labor of the olive shall fail. Is that your story? Is that your experience? Is that your circumstance? That's not the end of the story. And the field shall yield no meat. Is that your story? And the flock shall be cut off from the fold. And there shall be no herd in the stalls. Yet... I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. There's a praise you give God that is found in the advanced class. It's beyond pediatrics. Beyond the baby class. No, it's the advanced class. That's why you can't afford to walk by your feelings as a child of God. No, we walk by faith and not by sight. We move by faith and not by sight. There were many who were not in church today because they, they, they looked at the weather and the temperature. said, well, just maybe there may be something. No, just maybe. We, no, no, no. We walk by faith and not by sight. So we praise him by faith. Not because of what he's done, because he is good. The psalmist declared in Psalm 34 verse 8, Oh! Taste and see that the Lord is good. Number four, what do we do always? We are to pray always. We are to give thanks always. We are to praise always. But we are also to rejoice always. The kingdom of God is resting on a tripod, three legs. What are they? Romans 14, 17. The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but it's in righteousness. It is in joy and what? And, 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 and peace in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, number one. Peace, number two. Number three, joy. Where? In the Holy Ghost. So joy is a major part of the kingdom. In fact, joy is a foretaste of heaven. Your peace, your shalom, nothing missing, broken, lacking is a foretaste of heaven. You know what it means to really enjoy peace? The shalom of God, that's a touch of heaven on earth. Joy, a touch of heaven on earth. Righteousness that brings you before God without a sense of guilt or condemnation. Is a taste of heaven on earth. First Thessalonians 5.16 says, Rejoice evermore. Wow. 
17 says pray without season. 18 says in everything give thanks to God. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. So we're to rejoice. When? Oh come on church. We're to just when? Always. Always includes now. Something about joy. Joy is medicinal, spiritually medicinal. Proverbs 17, 22 says that a merry heart, a joyful heart, doeth well like medicine. When you're joyful, you release certain, certain I'm, not, uh, uh, I'm not sure what they call now, but uh, into your system that strengthens you. It keeps you healthy. Joy. Joy. Nehemiah 8, 10, the joy of the Lord is what? Your strength. It says rejoice, not sometimes, always. So if I'm able to rejoice always, it means I can be strong always. I can walk in strength always. A merry heart doeth well like medicine. The joy of the Lord is my strength. James the apostle begins to encourage us in James 1 verse 2 regarding this spiritual fruit called joy. He says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Knowing this, something you know. What do you know? That the trying of your faith works patience. But let patience have her perfect work that you may be perfect and entire wanting nothing. Number five, what do we do always? Beloved, <laughs> We are to give always. Say with me, give always. Giving is living. Giving ought not to be something we do infrequently, but giving, for the child of God at least, ought to be a part of our nature and our lifestyle. Because Jesus gave and gave until he gave himself for the entire world. John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. So the proof that you love is that you give. So loved that he gave. And as his children we're meant to be imitators of God. Givers. Apostle Paul, who had a direct dealing with Jesus, not in the flesh, but by the spirit. He wrote, henceforth we know no man after the flesh, but after the spirit. He said, these things I write, I was not taught it by any man, neither did I learn it of any man, but this Jesus taught me. He quotes in Acts 20, 35. I have showed you all things. How that so laboring you ought to support the weak and to remember the words uh, of the Lord Jesus. You won't find this in Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. But they're the words of Jesus. The words of the Lord Jesus, how he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. So by revelation, he caught these words from Jesus that given is living. And when you do give, you are empowered to prosper at a whole new level. Your God is liberal. Your God is generous. 
Psalm 84 verse 11 says that, 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 that he will not withhold from you any good thing. He's a son on a shield, grace and peace. He will withhold from the righteous or he that walks uprightly no good thing. So God does not withhold. He gives liberally and exuberantly. Ephesians 3.20 God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. That's the nature of our father. He's a giver. He's liberal. He's generous. <laughs> Look at what the Bible says in, 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 in Proverbs 11.24. This will bless you. Proverbs 11.24 and 25. I read from the New Living Translation. NLT. We're almost there. Give freely and become more wealthy. Do you? What? Yeah. Give freely and become more wealthy. Be stingy and lose everything. What? Stingy people ultimately lose everything. It's a bad lifestyle to be like this. In Igbo language, they call it akagom, akaroba. Like this. Always looking for what to get. What? You see, the giver is always on top. The giver is always on top. It's a privilege to give. It's a blessing. I don't know about you. It's joyful to give. One prayer I want you to pray. Say, God, make me more liberal and more generous. That's more like Christ. It says here, those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. Wow. The amplified verse, sorry, the KJV says, there is that scattereth and yet increaseth. What a misnomer. And there is that withholdeth more than is meat, but attendeth to poverty. The liberal soul shall be made fat, and he that watereth shall be watered also himself. I want you to take time to read Ecclesiastes 11, 1 to 4. So we're to cast our bread upon many waters. For thou shalt find it after many days. Give a portion to seven and also to eight. For thou knowest not what evil shall be upon the earth. If the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. And if the tree fall toward the south or toward the north, in the place where the tree falleth, there it shall be. Hear this. He that observeth the rain, or sorry, the wind, shall not sow. And he that regards the clouds shall not reap. So, when are we to give? Always. A preacher says, puts it this way, says, I sow on every wave so I can reap on every wave. A consistent lifestyle of giving brings you into a consistent result of reaping. Huh. Give always. Not just money, your time. Your love, your care, your affection, devotion, encouragement, a text. You give in various ways. Don't think I'm saying he wants money. No, no. Give praise. Give encouragement. 
Send a note to your teacher, to your boss, husband and wife, your pastor, your leader, your son, your daughter, wherever they are. Son, I love you. I believe God's hand upon you is mighty. You've given. You gave affirmation. Hug your children. Tell them how much you believe in them. Affirm them. That's giving. Number six, we're to fast always. Where is that in scriptures? Well, I'll help you. Matthew 6, in the teaching of Jesus Christ, he referred to three things with the word when. Number one, when you give alms, so giving is not if, it's a matter of when. He said again, when you pray, enter your closet, etc., etc., Number three, when you fast. So when you give, when you pray, when you fast. So these three things are imperatives of being a believer. They are non-negotiables. Giving, praying, and fasting. Fasting is not some Old Testament phenomena or principle. No, it's found in the new. The disciples of John came to Jesus and ask, hey, master, uh, John, John's disciples fast. What about your disciples? He, he said, and this is, is fine, I believe, in Matthew, help me, Lord. Matthew, no, Mark 2, 18 to 20. Yeah, so note that, Mark 2, 18 to 20. I'm paraphrasing because of time. And Jesus said, hey, as long as the bridegroom, that's Jesus, is with you, you have no need to fast. But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken, then you have need to fast. So fasting is not something you wait for the church to call corporately. When it's called corporately, join. But you also should imbibe the culture as a believer to take time to wait upon the Lord. Fasting, when done properly, will move you from the slow lane to the fast lane. Combine it with word study and with prayer. Jesus said, this kind does not go out except but the dual combo of fasting and prayer. Fasting, when it's done properly, biblically, gives wings, or better still, added wings to your prayer. Number seven, close with this. <sighs> Always walk in purity and sanctification. Always strive to walk in purity and sanctification. So it should be a desire. I begin to close. Ecclesiastes 9 verse 8. Let thy garments be always white. Rogic. And let thy head lack no ointment. The oil on your head is determined by the whiteness of your garment. Silah. Righteousness is a gift. Write the scripture down. Romans 5, 17 to 18. Because of time, but I want to write it down. Romans 5, 17 to 18. Righteousness is a gift. Likewise, justification is a gift. When you're born again, you are justified. Just as if you never sinned. Right? You're also righteous in the eyes of God. It came upon you as a gift. But sanctification 
is both a gift and a process. Yes, you're sanctified because God foreknew you as a chosen vessel. But you also walk out your salvation with fear and trembling. As the Bible says in Philippians 2, 12 and 13, right? That means sanctification needs to be worked out through the process of becoming a son. Let your garment be white and your head not lack for ointment. You heard that testimony? My taste buds changed. She was born again before that now. He or she. But light came. The taste bud changed. And the person opted for a life of sanctity and holiness. Let thy garments be always white. Go again. Go again. Those are the words I heard this morning as I woke up early hours. Saying, card my people. Go again seven times. Can you rise on your feet? And talk to God for two, three minutes. I don't know how the word has reached to you. But I believe it has reached to you. Can you thank him? But you're on a journey. You've determined not to give up. No, I'm going all the way. <laughs> I'm going all the way. I won't quit. I won't quit. I'll give you one minute to talk to God. To affirm to him that you're committed to the cause. Jesus, take me by the hand. Keep my feet from sliding. Keep me from falling. Yes. Receive strength, people of God, to go again. To pray again, to give again, to thank again, to praise again. Walk in sanctity and holiness again. To praise again. Hallelujah. To fast again. Receive that grace. I will not be wearing well-doing. Yes. Yes. Father, thank you. Father, Lord, breathe upon us afresh. Thank you for encouraging that one that came to church. Discouraged and wondering what next is coming to end of another month again, yet they wait for the manifestation. Thank you for strengthening our resolve this day to keep on keeping on. As your prophet said to the man of God, go again seven times. We'll go and go until we see the cloud gathering as a fist of a man in the heavens, knowing fully well it's about to rain. Church, it's about a Paul. Yeah, yeah. Like Elijah said, by the mercy and the grace of God, I hear another sound. It's a sound of abundance of rain. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We'll give you praise and glory in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. All heads bowed, eyes closed given the privacy of this moment to some in this room and those across the nations, part of this service, not born again, you're saying, man of God, the Lord spoke to me through you. I want to turn my whole life to Jesus. Wherever you are, raise your right hand up so the ushers can see you. Those who are online, the numbers that are scrolling right now, note those numbers and call us and send us a text, your name and number. Are you in this hall? Raise your hand. Let's pray quickly. Our time is fast spent. Say, pray with me. I want to rededicate my life. Rededicate, recommit, recommit. Right hand up. Right hand up. Unashamedly. Father, thank you. If your hands are up, ushers, look for them and put a card in their hand. Let's pray together. Very quickly. Hands up. Unashamed. Quickly. Right hand up. Right hand. Wave it up. 
Let's pray together. Let's pray. Online, on-site, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we're praying. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, let's pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you just as I am. I open the door of my heart. As I welcome you, I decree and declare that Jesus Christ is my Lord. Jesus, you are my Savior. Forgive me all of my sins. I turn my entire life into your hand. I decree and declare, you alone are love and serve for all of my days as you continue to empower me in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Father, we thank you for as many who have prayed this prayer sincerely, whether in this room or across the nations. We cover all with the precious blood of the Lamb, presenting them to you afresh for your safekeeping. We join the angels to rejoice at the deliverance and their salvation. We'll give you praise and glory. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we prayed. Somebody shout a big, 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 big amen. You have just experienced the preaching and teaching ministry of Good Heart Obi Ekweme, lead pastor of Revival House of Glory International Church, Rogic, and the apostolic leader of the Horn of Revival Ministry, a global outreach ministry mandated to carry the touch of revival across cities and nations. If you would like to ask a question, share your prayer request or testimony, or get more messages or books from Apostle Goodhart, please call or text 0805-223-4444 or email info at rogic.org. That is info at rhogic.org. Also download the Horn of Revival Ministry app on Google Play or Apple Store to connect with a variety of quality resources including Rogic Radio and our refreshing daily devotions to take you higher in life. And for real-time ministry, you can follow Apostle Goodheart on Twitter. The handle is at Pastor Goodheart. And on Instagram, the handle is at Apostle Goodheart. Keep hearing the Word of God. It will produce intimacy with your spirit for uncommon encounters on the earth.